Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And the best strapper in the business, Stevie Payne, is going to come forward and pick the barrier. Steve told me he's after barrier one or two. And he's big barrier one. History shows that the Melbourne Cup could be won from any barrier, but it's very nice to uh, be in the position that, that, that we've got good barriers and, and probably don't have to ride for as much luck as if you're drawn outside. The draw hasn't exactly been ideal for you. No, it's not ideal, but I've got the ideal horse to win the Melbourne Cup. The barrier certainly helps too. That's, that's made a big, big deal. Here's Melbourne Cup Radio, you're with Gareth Hall and Maddie Stewart and the barrier draw for the Lexus Melbourne Cup isn't far away. Now before we head out to Michael Felgate, Maddie Stewart, for the barrier draw, what horses are looking for an ideal barrier to win the Melbourne Cup? It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because it, a lot of the barriers will be depending on how the track's going to play on the day too. And, I, and I, with the weather we had today and the, and the traffic and the forecast till Tuesday, the track might chop out a little bit. So drawing out might ne- not necessarily be the disadvantage. It might be on a good three. But having said that, uh, I reckon Finch they'd like to draw out. Big yep. giraffe of a thing. I don't think they want to be too cluttered up on him. Um, I, I think if they could replicate the sort, even though he looked unlucky in the Caulfield Cup, he, they'd like to draw out again. Uh, Murder Glass, I reckon they'd like to draw out with Murder Glass too. I don't think they want to be ducking and weaving. They want to be making a big sweeping run. Uh, Latrobe, I reckon uh, there, there aren't many with distance doubts, but I reckon Latrobe might be one of them. And I reckon they'd probably like to draw a bit okay. of a smother gate with Latrobe. Let's head to Michael Felgate and Channel 10 for the barrier draw for the 2019 Lexus Melbourne Cup. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2019 barrier draw for the Lexus Melbourne Cup after a fantastic Amy Victoria Derby Day. We've got connections, nervous connections, of 24 runners in this year's Melbourne Cup standing by. My name's Michael Felgate. It is great to welcome you to Network 10's coverage. And without further ado, let's introduce the chairman of the Victoria Racing Club, Amanda Elliott, before we conduct the all-important draw. Amanda. Thank you, Michael. May have been a little damp, but I tell you what, Derby Day, Amy Victoria Derby Day did not disappoint. What a fantastic start to Cup Week today has been, filled with the most wonderful highlights and indeed records. But now we turn to the jewel in the crown of Cup Week, that is the 2019 Lexus Melbourne Cup. I'm delighted to welcome you all here to the barrier draw, which will bring its own excitement as those numbers are drawn and the highly anticipated field is declared. I've heard from heaven knows how many of the connections what number they want. It's all recorded and I'm sure it'll happen. Not just for the connections of these wonderful horses, but also to the 24 representatives from towns and communities all over Australia 
who have drawn a marble during the Cup Tour and their communities are riding with you. They have all drawn a barrier as well and they will be dying to know which horse will be, they will be riding. And it's now time to officially commence proceedings for the 159th Lexus Melbourne Cup barrier draw. Thank you very much, Amanda. Congratulations on a great derby day here as well. All right, we have uh, Chief Steward Robert Cram. Uh, Robert, if you could mix those balls around, we will draw out the first runner in this year's Lexus Melbourne Cup. If I could then ask the connections to come up here as swiftly as possible. Choose your miniature Melbourne Cup and we will find out what barrier you draw in the 2019 Lexus Melbourne Cup. The first horse is number 24. Number 24 is Young Star, ran so well in last year's Lexus Melbourne Cup, trained by Chris Waller, to be ridden by Tommy Berry. Karen Sheather will be drawing the barrier on behalf of the Connections. Nine. Barrier number nine for Young Star. Barrier number nine, winners efficient, Jeune and Just a Dash. Horse number 11. Horse number 11 is Finch, another runner from trainer Chris Waller, finished fourth in the Melbourne Cup last year. Karen McAvoy will ride. Noel Greenhall will draw the barrier. Well done, Noel. Perfect barrier for Finch. Barrier number four. For rekindling one just a couple of years ago, Kenzai and also Polo Prince. Horse number 19. Horse number 19 in this year's Melbourne Cup is Constantinople. It is the current favourite for the Lexus Melbourne Cup, trained by Hayes Dabinick, to be ridden by Joe Marrera. Good luck, Mick Burns, who will be drawing the barrier for the favourite. And it's a beautiful barrier. Barrier number seven for Constantinople. Well done, Mick. Barrier number seven, the mighty Maccabi Diva, the last winner out of seven. It is number four. Number four, Barrage Dancer. Benny Mellimer will ride for Trent Bussenden and Natalie Young. Drawing the barrier for Mirage Dancer will be Mark Casey. Good luck, Mark. Ran such a cracking race in the Caulfield Cup. Barrier number 13. Mirage Dancer has drawn barrier 13. Horse number eight. Horse number eight in this year's Melbourne Cup is Mustajir. Trained by Chris Lees, the e-ball winner. Damien Oliver looking for another Melbourne Cup after a, ster a stellar day today. Good luck, Luke. Barrier number six. That is a lovely barrier. The connections will be pleased for Mustajir to be jumping out of barrier six. It is number three. Horse number three in this year's at Melbourne Cup is Master of Reality. One of four runners for trainer Joseph O'Brien. Frankie Dottori will be riding Master of Reality on Tuesday. Barbara Green will draw the barrier. One. Barrier number one. Not that excited, but I can tell you Prince of Penzance won from barrier number one not that long ago. Barrier number one for Frankie Dottori and Master of Reality. Horse number six. Horse number six is Hunting Horn. Aidan O'Brien. Tom Magnia will draw the barrier. Barrier number 11 for Hunting Horn. 
and congratulations to Streaky Bay, the home of the three-time Melbourne Cup winning jockey Karen McAvoy, who have barrier number 11 in the Melbourne Cup sweep. If they win, $50,000 to a charity at Streaky Bay. Good luck to all of the national sweep towns. Number one. Number one is the defending champion, Cross Counter. Charlie Appleby, William Buick, travelling foreman Chris Connett will draw the barrier. Good luck, Chris. A perfect gate for Cross Counter. Barrier number five. Can he go back to back? Barrier number five, Fiorente, the last winner in 2013. Number 20. Number 20 is Il Paradiso. Aidan O'Brien trains. Wayne Lawden will ride and Yvonne Brewer will draw the barrier. Good luck, Yvonne. Number 17 it is. So Wayne Lawden will have some work to do. Barrier number 17 for Il Paradiso. Number 15. Number 15 in this year's Lexus Melbourne Cup is Magic Wand, another Aidan O'Brien runner to be ridden by Ryan Moore. Sophie Magna will be drawing the barrier. Good luck here, Sophie. Good luck. Hold it up. Oh, 24. There oh, the extreme outside barrier for Magic Wand at number 24. Phillip Island has number 24 in the national sweep. And the last horse to win from barrier number 24 was Gala Supreme in 1973. It is horse number two. Horse number two is the Caulfield Cup champion, Murder Glass. Damien Lane looking to create history to become the first jockey to win the Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate and Melbourne Cup. Mr Shimuzu, good luck. Good luck. Murder Glass has drawn a barrier two. Came from a wide barrier in the Caulfield Cup. Well done. Barrier number two's record in the Melbourne Cup. The last winner was Might and Power in 1997. Horse number 21. Horse number 21 is Steel Prince, one of the locals, Anthony Friedman. He won the derby today. Can he win the cup on Tuesday? Drawing the barrier for Steel Prince, Beck Smith. Good luck, Beck. Barrier 16 for Steel Prince. Beck doesn't look too happy. Barrier 16, Cobram in Victoria is the national sweep. And Barrier 16, Jezebel, the last winner in 1998. Horse number 18. Horse number 18 is Surprise Baby. Many consider Surprise Baby one of the great local hopes. Trained by Paul Prushka to be ridden by Jordan Charles. Paul Prushka will be drawing the barrier. Barrier 20 for Surprise Baby. Well, it's going to be a tough ride for Jordan Childs. Barrier number 20, St Arnold in Victoria is the national sweep winner. And the last winner from 20 was the mighty Kiwi Empire Rose. Number 10. Number 10, Twilight Payment. Joseph O'Brien, Hugh Bowman to ride. Fran Ingham will draw the barrier. Barrier number 19. So That's barrier number 19. That's, That's tough, tough luck. luck. Horse number 16. Horse number 16 is Nerf Boss. Team Hayes, Davenick, Luke Nolan to ride. Mark Pilkington, who's had a good day, he's had a winner today, will be drawing the barrier for Nerf Boss.
Barrier number 23, Pilko. Bad luck, Nerf Boss jumping from barrier number 23. Number seven. Number seven is Latrobe. Joseph O'Brien, James McDonald, Saskia Williams. Good luck, Saskia, will draw the barrier. Barrier number 22 for Latrobe. We've got a few wide barriers coming out. The last horse to win from barrier 22 was Gurners Lane in 1982. Air in Queensland, the national sweet town. Horse number 14. Horse number 14 is Downdraft, winning his way into the Lexus Melbourne Cup with a great win in the Hotham today. Trained by Joseph O'Brien to be ridden by John Allen. John Spence will draw the barrier. 15. Barrier number 15 for Downdraft. Barrier number 15, the last time that was successful in the Melbourne Cup. Silver Knight in 1971, well under Ballarat. Number 22. Number 22 is the chosen one. Tim Clark will ride. And drawing the barrier for the chosen one will be Tony Dennis. Good luck, Tony. 18. 18. Another wide barrier, the chosen one, barrier number 18. Sejuna in South Australia is the national sweep town. Barrier 18, I'm afraid to say, has never produced a winner of the Melbourne Cup. Until now. I love your optimism. Number nine. Number nine in the barrier is Rostropovich. Dwayne Dunn, he had a great day today. Darren Thomas will be drawing. Trainers David Hayes, Ben Hayes and Tom Dabernick. Good luck, Darren. Barrier number 12. Nice barrier. I'll take that, says Darren. Well done. Barrier number 12 for Rostropovich. Number 13. Number 13 is Raymond Tusk, another of the internationals, trained by Richard Hannon. Jamie Spencer to ride. Joe Straker will choose the barrier. Good luck, Joe. Barrier number three. Give us a smile. That's a great barrier. Well done. Barrier number three for... Raymond Tusk, the last horse to win out of barrier number three, was Media Puzzle in 2002. Horse number 12. Horse number 12 is Prince of Arran. Charlie Fellows trains Michael Walker to ride Renee. Slashing race to finish third last year is one his way in. Now, the wife of Charlie Fellows, Victoria Fellows, is drawing the barrier. Good luck, Victoria. Oh, Charlie will be happy. Barrier number eight. Congratulations. Barrier eight is Blackall Tambo is the uh, raffle town, the national sweep town in Queensland and Barrier 8, the last winner, Americane in 2010. Number 17. Number 17 is Sound. Mike Maroney, James Winks, Gerard Peterson will be, Peterson will be drawing the barrier. Barrier number 10. That is a good barrier indeed. Well done to Jared. Sound, barrier 10. Number 23. Number 23, Val and Declare. Danny O'Brien for Craig Williams, Val and Declare. One of the local hopes. Jeff Corrigan has drawn barrier 21. Makes it tough. Bad luck there, Jeff. The last horse to win from barrier number 21 was shocking in 2009.
And the last horse out, of course, is number five. Number five, Southern France. Janice McKenna will draw for Kieran Ma and Dave Eustace. Barrier number 14. Congratulations. That is a very nice barrier. The last time a runner won from barrier number 14 was Maccabi Diva. So that is the barrier draw for the 2019 Lexus Melbourne Cup. Connections, congratulations. It's going to be a nervous couple of days. We wish you all the luck in the world. Hopefully, you can win our great race, the $8 million Lexus Melbourne Cup, and you will see that great race on Network 10. Well, there we go, Matty Stewart. It's a fascinating race now. You've got the defending champion, Cross Counter, barrier number five. Murder Glace, barrier number two now. The Japanese usually like to have a little bit of space with their gallopers, so I don't think they would be too happy with that barrier draw. Up and down, basically, for Coolmore. They've had some good good barrier draws, some tough barrier draws to overcome. I think Prince of Aaron's drawn beautifully in barrier number eight, and unfortunately for the two Australian chances, out the car park. Paulie Prisco, I don't think he's that disappointed with um, with Surprise Baby. Isn't it funny, the ones that we just spoke about where I thought Murder Glass they'd like to draw out, he's drawn two. Finch would like to draw out because he's a giraffe. He's drawn yeah. four. And Latrobe, to run the distance, would like to draw in, and he's drawn 22. Let's hear from a few of the trainers after the barrier draw. Danny O'Brien, of course, the trainer of Val and Declare. Paul Prusker, the trainer of one of the favourites and Surprise Baby. And Tom Magnia. Now, they have four runners, Coolmore. They've got a share still in Constantinople. Hunting Horn that won the Mooney Valley Cup last start. They've also got that man, Magic One, who finished just outside the placings, of course, in the Cox Plate. And Al Paradiso, the horse that fits the profile of the last couple of Melbourne Cup winners, who's a lightly raced Northern Hemisphere, hemisphere uh, three-year-old. So let's hear from Danny O'Brien, Paul Pruska and Tom Magnier. Your initial thoughts on drawing wide there, Danny? Look, I'm not sure the Melbourne Cup's won or lost to the barrier draw, so I'm, I'm not particularly fussed either way. Uh, He's going to stay out of trouble out there. There'll be a, 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 a good solid run to the first turn. He's, he's always going to settle midfield or further, so I'm not really fussed. And how has he come through that Caulfield Cup run? He's come through it really well. Uh, yeah, it was only his second run of the spring. And he had a, a solid run, which brought his fitness right to the, the top, as, as you will need it to be to be turning up here on Tuesday to, to win a Melbourne Cup. But um, no, we're really pleased with his whole preparation. He's going to get there in great order. Craig Williams obviously riding. He's in nearly the form of his life. You must be happy with that as well. Yeah, he's obviously, you know, he's run second in the Corvette Cup and second in the Cox Plate, so, um, as well as winning many other races in between. That, uh, you know, both he and I have, have yet to win a Melbourne Cup, and we're really keen to try and knock it off, and we think we've got a great chance this year. When did you identify the Melbourne Cup as uh, the grand final for Vian Declare? Probably this time last year when he, he um, was an emergency in the derby, didn't get a run, and then he won the 1800-metre three-hour race on the Thursday. And, um, after that, we really thought we might be a chance to be back here 12 months later and uh, you know, we gave him the preparation in Queensland where he confirmed that when he won the Tats Cup over 3,000 metres and, uh, and now here we are. Can you win the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday? I think we're going there with a top four chance. You know, he, he's a horse that uh, will really appreciate two mile um, and ultimately you know, if you don't run a strong two mile you don't win a Melbourne Cup. Um, and uh, yeah, I do think he'll run in the top four. Um, whether he can win, uh, we'll find out Tuesday. Being one of the local hopes in the race, do you feel like the country is behind you as well? I hope so. You know, it's obviously 
nice to think that they might be supporting us because he's an Australian bred and obviously Craig and myself and the owners are all Australian so um, yeah it'd be nice to think everyone's cheering for us. Good luck on Tuesday Danny. Thank you. Tough draw now? Yeah for sure uh, but uh, good horses find their way through it and yeah, no one knows what the weather's going to do and how this race is going to pan out you know now obviously from barrier 20 I'm hoping they run along pretty quick um, and the gate mightn't be that much of an issue, but uh, he's a horse that switches off, so, you know, we could deal with one or, or we could deal from an outside gate, so he's got plenty of strings to his bow, so uh, let's see what he can do from 20. You've always had so much belief in this horse. How has he trained on since that wonderful victory here in the Bart Cummings? Yeah, look, he's coming in strong. Uh, he'll get here right at the right time, and um, couldn't have... It wouldn't have been a thing I'd change. Um, really happy with where he's at and how he's going. So, what about the ground? Uh, what kind of conditions will you be hoping for come Tuesday? Oh, look, I'm easy with this horse. He goes on top of the ground. He, he's got. He showed a little bit of speed on a, on a heavy ten too. So, um, yet to see him on the on the heavy over the trip. But uh, I'd imagine he'd do it quite easy. How's the Wimmera? Yeah, the women is alive, and uh, I hope this horse can give them a give them a show. Anyway, you know. All right, mate. Best of luck. Enjoy the next couple of days. Cheers. Thank you. I think this is a race that everybody wants to win. I think since I grew up in Ireland, you know, everybody knew one trophy, and that was the Melbourne Cup. So, you know, we've had horses here over the past. Uh, we've got four runners here this year. So, look, we're just extremely delighted, uh, privileged to be a part of it. It's, you know, it's one of the great race meetings in the world, and. Listen, we'll, uh, we'll have a go with four horses. They've all got chances, but you need a lot of luck on the day. Well, Constantinople is your most favoured runner, and he's drawn beautifully in Barrier 7. Are you happy with that? Yeah, we're happy. Uh, David Hayes is very happy with the horse. Uh, seems to be going very well, so listen, hopefully he could be the one. Hunting Horn, uh, he's drawn Barrier at number 11. Great win last start. That form has since been franked as well. Yeah, you know, uh, he, wrote, he won the other day. Ryan was very happy with him. Um, so, you know, he said, look, he'll be... You know, uh, he'll be up there in the Melbourne Cup, so, you know, happy enough with the draw with him, so fingers crossed. What can you tell us about Il Paradiso? Barrier 17 might make it tough. Yeah, but, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we're bringing these horses out from Ireland, um, but, you know, has a lightweight and, uh, you know, has a fighting spirit and, and all the lads at home are very, uh, at the track at Werribee, they're, they're very happy and, and think that it has a chance, it's been working well, well the last couple of days, but listen... You know, to come down here from, from Ireland to take you guys on, it's always it's always a tough game. Magic Wand's the one who's fared worst, barrier 24. What's what's he do for me? Yeah, listen, I let my wife draw that one. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that won't happen again. Uh, to be fair to Sophie, she was, uh, yeah, just, it's just great to be a part of it. But, yeah, Ryan's in America, the Breeders' Cup's on at the moment. Uh, our jockeys all fly from, from America uh, tomorrow after the f- final day of American racing, and they fly down here, but... Yeah, Magic One, she ran well in the Cox Plate and uh, obviously we'd like the ground to dry out a bit but look, on the whole, horses are well, uh, jockeys are happy and listen, the draw is the draw and sure listen, um, if we don't get it this year, we'll, we'll be back next year. As, you, as we stand here, the punters have Constantinople, your best hope, do you agree? Yeah, well listen, if you listen to David Hayes, he's, he's very confident about the horse and we've obviously got a lot of horses with David Hayes, he knows what he's doing and you know, he, he bought the horse, uh, you know, officer as well. So, listen, we stayed in for, for a chunk of them. So, listen, it would be, it'd be great for David Hayes, you know, to, to win the Melbourne Cup before going up to Hong Kong. Good luck, Tom. Thanks very much. Matty, despite those bad draws, Danny O'Brien and Paul Pruska are pretty upbeat with their chances still with Surprise Baby and Vow and Declare. 
It's funny, I was talking to um, Charlie Fellows before the, before the barrier draw and we were talking about barrier draws at Flemington. He said the derby distance, he can understand the concern about drawing wide because there's a crazy little short run to the first turn. He said the run to the first turn in the Melbourne Cup, he said he's not that fussed about where he draws. So, um, yeah, look, I, I'm, not a, I'm not big on barrier draws in the Melbourne Cup. I think the history of the race suggests that Every barrier's basically had a winner, and uh, and there's you know sometimes it's best to be out of traffic and, and running on. So. so what we learnt there, Danny O'Brien's over the moon. We found the Clare. He's been trained to the to the minute for the Melbourne Cup. We saw him work here on Tuesday morning, and mm. he worked brilliantly. And you just have to listen to Craig Williams, don't you? Every time he jumps off this horse, whether it be that Caulfield Cup or whether it be that track gallop here on Tuesday morning, he says this horse is looking for the two miles, and he's looking to get back here to Flemington. Well, the rearguard action of the Australian runners, I think the most encouraging thing going into the race is the uber-confidence of Danny O'Brien and Paul Pruska. It's great. From six weeks out talking to Paul Pruska, he's just casually confident about this horse's um, ability to win the Melbourne Cup. And and today, just same thing, got two more sleeps, so just hope nothing goes wrong. Danny O'Brien makes a wonderful point. He is, of course, a proud Australian, and he said... How about this? This is the, our Melbourne Cup chance. This is the Australian Melbourne Cup chance. Born in Australia, owned by Australians, of course, trained by an Australian, ridden by an Australian. He broke this horse in. He's been with this horse since day one. He's made sure that he's looked after this horse so he can get to the Melbourne Cup. He's been patient with Val and Declare. It would be a great Aussie story to say, OK, the internationals are coming, but we can stop them still. Well, and the story of Danny O'Brien, separate to all of the things you just mentioned, the resurrection of Danny yeah. O'Brien from the uh, from the near destruction through the, the Cobalt Saga as well. So, And Danny's one of those trainers who can look under the bonnet. He does a lot of lactic recoveries, big on heart scores and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So he knows what this horse can do in the context of a two-mile race. So, uh, yeah, look, I, I love the fact that the two Aussies are, you know, this is a tsunami yeah. of internationals, but the, the bushy from Horsham and the bloke who's resurrected himself are both very confident. I asked Paul Pruska down there at the... The barrier draw, I said, what about the Wimmera? The Wimmera in the western part of Victoria. Of course, the capital of the Wimmera is Horsham. And he says they're up and about. Like, like for a country area that they're about to start harvest over there and, and the bushies, they, they love a story like this. Whether it be those great stories over the years there in country Victoria, whether the, the Melbourne Cup hopefuls, well, they get a Melbourne Cup first of all. It would be the talk of the pups. They walk in there, what about Paul Pruska's horse, Surprise Baby? Can he do it for us? They all back Surprise Baby. It's a, th- These are the stories, I believe, anyway, despite what happened with Paul Pruska in their history, and obviously that will be brought up. Mm. But still, the people of the Wimmera, the owners of this horse, I think they deserve to have a crack at it. Uh, and, and they have, this is a great story to give people hope, in my opinion. Well, before the, 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 the Darren Weir story crashed, yeah. this, this, this was very much the same as that. I remember going up to Barry Willock um, after Darren Weir won the Melbourne Cup and he came back and they had virtually the old 1950s-style town fair where the, where the, where the mums bought their, their, yeah. their pre-cut sandwiches and all that sort of stuff. So this is a this is the second bush wheat belt sort of story of a Melbourne Cup in uh, in the space of four or five years. So um, and these are stories that don't happen. These are stories no. from the 1850s, not the not the 2019. So um, yeah, like and Geordie Childs, who's wasted hard to yeah. get the ride, all that sort of stuff. So you have a look at Geordie Childs. He could be playing ruck for Richmond. He's done a mighty job to be disciplined for a long time now because he knew. 
a long way out after the bike coming, said he has to get down to this weight. So we wish them the, the best of luck. On the other side of the scale, Tommy Magna and Coolmore. We'll talk about their three horses with Aidan O'Brien before Constantinople because Benny Hayes, um, we'll hear from him just shortly. But out of Magic Want, Hunting Horn and El Paradiso, Tommy was sitting on the fence. He could not select one of those horses as their best chance. But in your eyes, who is the best chance for Coolmore to win the Melbourne Cup and Aidan O'Brien? I reckon Hunting Horn. I reckon the Valley... It wasn't run European style. It wasn't a grinding, toughed-out sort of race. He sort of sat and sprinted. He did it the opposite of, of, of the skill he brought to that race. So I thought the Valley win uh, was really strong. And I think most people in Europe would probably say Hunting Horn is, has probably the best CV of the three for this race this year. So I'm a, I'm a Hunting Hornman. Kiramar trained Southern France. He purchased this horse, well, his owners purchased this horse off Coolmore. And Ben Hayes, of course, has Constantinople along with Lindsay Park. Rostropovich, and also Nerf Boss, she's just making up the numbers. So let's hear from Kiramar and Ben Hayes here on Cup Week Radio. Oh, very happy. One at a gate between five and ten. We've got in the middle seven. Should get a good run from that gate. Uh, we settle in a lovely position, and we just need luck at the top of the straight. And this is the track you've been waiting to see him at at Flemington? Yes, yeah. He's had a couple of looks around the course proper now, and I think... Luke's first words were when he got off the horse, uh, he'll enjoy the bigger track of Flemington, and I agree. He's a big horse, and the big long straight will suit him. What's the pressure like? Obviously, a lot of pressure, I would imagine, buying a horse for a little bit of money over there in Europe for this race, to win this race, basically. There's always pressure to win the Melbourne Cup. It's the biggest race in Australia, and, you know, it's a dream of mine to win it, and I'm sure Tom would love to win it. Dad's won it as well, but to win it as a three-way partnership would just be fantastic. How much improvement in him from that Caulfield Cup effort? Well, we, oh, I reckon a lot of improvement. Um, he was very unlucky in the race, as everyone knows, and he's really bounced out of it. He didn't have a hard run, and I'd be thrilled with his work. So I just think his natural improvement, a couple of weeks between runs, and he'll, he'll fly. Listening to a few of the UK experts, like the great Johnny Murtar, question mark whether he really wants to win. What do you think about all of that? Um, he's only had nine starts in his life, and he's won two, so he's got a 30% win rate. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard to say he doesn't want to win. Rostropovich um, didn't have any luck whatsoever in that Caulfield Cup, but Dwayne Dunn rides a double today. be ready to go come Tuesday, you would imagine. Yeah, you almost forget that run. He made a mid-race move, and... He did a lot of work and didn't finish off the race. Uh, he's drawn a gate, which is smack bang in the middle, and he'll definitely get cover and he'll have a, lo- a much easier run. He came fifth in the race last year. We know he runs out 32, and we've been really happy with him at home. So expect a big improvement. What are you expecting from Nerf Boss? He sneaks into the field. He's snuck in, and he's drawn an awkward gate, which doesn't make it easy. Uh, I have to have a chat with Dad, Dad and Tom and our jockey, because uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what we do from that gate. Hey, mate, you enjoy the next couple of days, and the best of luck come cup time. Oh, let's, fingers crossed. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kieran Ma, trainer of Southern France. How are you feeling after drawing barrier 14? Uh, good. Yeah, 14's all right. Um, I thought anywhere from sort of 1 to 12 I was happy with, so 14's not far from that. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a big, strong horse. He'll be right. He'll find a, find a position. Where do you expect him to lob in the race? Uh, we'll have to work out the speed map of the race and uh, where everyone sits, but um, I'd say just behind the speed somewhere. What sort of horse is Southern France? Uh, big, strong, uh, fit. Uh, Melbourne Cup type horse. How's he going out at Werribee? You first up in Australia. How do you think he'll go? Um, yeah, I think he's the right horse. He's got the right weight. Uh, he's travelled out and trained on very well. He's tightened up a fraction. Uh, yeah, I think he's got a... Mark Zara's flying as well. He must be happy with that on board. Yeah, exactly. Mark's, uh, Mark's had a lot of association with the, with the stable, so... Uh, gets his weight, so glad to have him on. Can you win the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday? I can. Good luck. Cheers. Southern France, what do you make of it? Kira Mar says he, he can win. He's got the right form lines to win. He's happy with the way that the horses travelled over here and trained on over there at Werribee. I, I've watched his videos. For, for mine, I don't think he's got that turn of foot. To, yeah. to win a Melbourne Cup, I could be wrong. There's, and the vibometer's not strong on him, is it? He's, no. He's, there's no one singing his praises at Werribee. I know his form lines in Europe are okay. I mean, Kieran's going through the motions with his reasonable levels of confidence. There's, there's no big vibe about Southern France for the Cup this year. That's what gets me. Usually you get a bit of a, a vibe on a few of them, don't you? And there, there doesn't seem to be a massive vibe about him. Benny Hayes, I love talking to him. He's got so much passion. He loves what he does, of course. He is in that Lindsay Park training partnership with his father in David Hayes, who's won one Melbourne Cup way back in 1994 with Jern, and also his cousin in Tommy Dabernick. Now, this is their best chance, I think, as a training partnership to win a Melbourne Cup. They have the favourite Constantinople. And for Joe Marrera, probably watching from a Hong Kong, this is the perfect barrier draw for this big, striding son of Galileo. It's funny, isn't it? Like, over here, he's the popular um, favourite for the race off the back of an eye-catching run in the Caulfield Cup. But there isn't a person in the Northern Hemisphere that thinks this horse can win. That's if you say that Francesca Camani, Johnny Murtar and yeah. one or two others uh, represent the, the European view. But the, the, the view from most of those people is that um, he's a loom and fade type. He's, uh, he's had a few races shot to bits and he hasn't won. So they reckon he's a little bit ingenuine. I had a chat to, to Benny Hayes, and I asked him that very question regarding some of the, the greats over there in, your, in, in, in Europe, like a Johnny Murtar, who says they've got a question mark on whether this horse is a winner or not. And Benny Hayes' response was, well, he's had the nine starts and he's won twice, so his strike rate's pretty good. He thinks that's nonsense, but we'll probably find out a lot more come Melbourne Cup time. Looking at the odds with tab.com.au, cross-counter at $13, had a chat to Chris Connett, Geez, he's confident. He goes, why can't he win? That's why we're here. We've got 57 and a half on our back, but we think he's a better horse than he was last year, and they get a nice barrier draw. So he's got plenty of confidence. Murder Glaze, $7. The Japanese are happy. They say that two miles shouldn't be a problem. The inside gates, probably a tick rather than a cross. They would have preferred to draw in the middle. They're not big on it. They, no. they, were, they wanted to draw out. Master Reality. Well, Frankie won't be three or four wide this time. Because he's got Barry number one, Frankie Dottori. He's at $15. Mirage Dancer that was good in the Caulfield Cup for Busted and Young at 34 Southern France out the gate at 26 Hunting Horn at 34 I think that's a big price. That's big odds. Latrobe at 20-1. to one. Tough draw. 
I'd rather be on Hunting Horn than La Trobe yep. and look at the price discrepancy. I think the camp of Mustajir are pretty happy. Oliver's in form. He's the most successful jockey at this Flemington Carnival. Ollie's confident he'll run well without yes. being massively confident of winning. Ross Trapovich, I think he's at top four chance, like third or fourth. I think he's the roughie. No. No. Twilight payment at 100 to 1. Well, uh, there's certainly a little bit of confidence that he's going to run well in the, in the, in the O'Brien cab, and look who's riding him. Yeah. Finch at $9. Nice draw. Or no? uh, I wanted 14, yep. not 4. Prince of Aaron, I had a chat to Charlie Fellows. He was the first person I had a chat to. Over the moon. Perfect draw. He says it should be an advantage, the Geelong Cup into the Melbourne Cup instead of the Hotham into the Melbourne Cup. Well, he's just a proven history horse yep. here. And third last year, he's won the Geelong Cup. He's brave. He's going he's gonna to turn up in the same sort of form. Raymond Tusks at $15. Haven't seen it since the E-ball was unlucky. Got a long way back. Burst through the field. You've got to respect him. You've got to respect without necessarily yep. knowing how to translate the form. Richard Haddon's first runner in the Melbourne Cup. A great trainer over there in Europe. Downdraft won his way into the Melbourne Cup after a brilliant victory in the Hotham. And we've seen Hotham winners do a wonderful job in the Melbourne Cup. To my eye, that was impressive for Johnny Allen. Average race. Yeah. And I wonder why he... He didn't look after him a bit more in the last furlong mm-hmm. to save him for two. He really pushed him out to win, didn't he? Yeah, no, look, he's, he's a here and now horse, isn't he? Yeah. This race has got a good history Ma- for Tuesday. Magic One needs a miracle for Ryan Moore, $26. She was good, however, in the Cox Plate. Uh, Nerf Boss is making up the numbers, so is Sound. No, 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 Sound's the best roughie oh, in the Okay, I apologise for that. Yes, I, I accept your apology. Back. $26 with tab.com.au. Surprise, pay, uh, baby, this is... Well, he's at $15. He's got a tough draw to overcome. Constantinople, $8.00. El Paradiso at 15. Still Prince, is he the forgotten horse? The genius of Anthony Friedman as the best grand final trainer in Australia is uh, some factor in his favour, but on face value, I think he... he, he, The whole thing hasn't unravelled, but it's just sort of gone off the path a bit. The Chosen won at 100 to 1. Didn't have any luck today. Timmy Clark picks up that ride. Vow and Declare at 11 and Youngster at 50 to 1. What are your tips, Matty? Right now, if if I gave you $50... Who are you backing straight after the barrier draw? You know the one I want to back at the odds with yep. your 50? I want to have something on Hunting Horn. Okay. I, I think Cross Counter can win. I want to be on Murder Glace. It's your new favourite for the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Um, I want to have something each way Hunting Horn. And then Respect Finch. He's in my multiples. Prince of Aaron's at a big price for mine. And then a horse like... 10 each way on sound. No, Vow and Declare are going to have 50 each way. I think he's still the horse to beat, trained to the minute. Yep. Um, so it's a great race. So if I had to choose one right now, it would be Murder Glace and Vow and Declare as my tips in the Lexus Melbourne Cup. Just quickly before we let you go, what about Derby Day? The legend of Damien Oliver lives on, and it's just getting bigger, of course. He wins the Derby for the sixth time, and he becomes the most successful jockey in the history of this Wonderful carnival that dates back to 1855, basically. You know what I reckon's in the back of Ollie's mind now that he's getting closer to retirement, which, you know, of course he is. He might be five years away, he might be two years away. Is establishing a record and a record of longevity that has him rated the greatest Australian jockey of all time. Yep. I reckon, it might be a subconscious thought, but I reckon he's galloping now towards almost being regarded as our greatest ever jockey. I think he is. 
oh, you're George Moores and all yeah. that, but um, Roy Higgins. But I think Damien's he's, um, he's longevity. Look, he's, he's now he's, he's been at it for 25 years, Damien. So today, as far as the highlights go, it was an interesting start, wasn't it? You want to get the, the first hottie home and story. Oh. So, uh, that and didn't then work Flit. out. Flit was average, wasn't she? Yep. Delasan wandering all over the Good place, horse. but still winning for Hugh Bowman. What about that bonus? I think it's 750000 extra in the kit. Yeah, I don't know about these bonuses going okay. off left, right and centre. Uh, I think we've got a good Oaks. Uh, those two um, those two fillies who fought out the Wakeful um, will take us into a, into a nice edition of the Oaks. My highlight was Melody Bell. I reckon this, this race is devoid. This, this carnival is often devoid of a megastar. And I reckon you could easily elevate her as the best horse that ran today yeah. on her CV. And it was great that she was able to knock me off on Aristia. And Aristia, you, Simon Zara talked to us on Cut Week Radio as well in the morning. And he gave her a wonderful push. Gate one was okay in the end. Going to be a hell of a matriarch next week, isn't it? Yep. Uh, exceedance, but I get sick and tired of people talking about gazillion dollar stud values. Well and done like to that. Team Hawks, yeah, but they well set done. that horse for that race. Brave ride by Dunn to, to follow... Libertini, and then go back to the inside. In the end, it was a great ride. Bivouac, as brave as they come. And I thought Libertini was as brave as they come too, but she just wasn't any match for the Colts. They're a really good group, but um, the Derby's the race that captured me more going in. And yeah. Well, it wasn't just Damien, it was, it was Anthony. You know. Kenny Keyes, second, close. Yep, absolutely. And Southern Moon for, for Mitchell Freeman, a young trainer on the up. Yeah, it ran second. It, the, the big oh, sorry, ran and, second, then, yeah. and, then, and then Kenny Keyes' horse... Um, Back in third, and even the, even the um, even fierce impact, the winner of the big mile race, right. like Matty so, Smith, the horse that for so often had delivered little bibs and bobs and uh, and suggestions that it was going to land on now, bang bang, two group one mile races in the space of three or four weeks. I think it was a terrific start. Eighty thousand people turned up at Flemington despite the conditions here, which is a big tick for the VRC. I thought when I woke up this morning and it continued to rain throughout the morning and the early part of the afternoon, but to get that many people here on the opening day despite the conditions. Well done to Amanda Elliott and her team here at the VRC. Absolutely. Bring on the Melbourne Cup, Maddie. The great race, the race that stops the nation. We'll be back here for Cup Radio nice and early. Well, tomorrow we're heading out to Werribee as well if you're listening to this podcast. So every day during Cup Week, Cup Radio will be a part of. We promise you that. Hopefully you enjoyed the Saturday Derby Day. Bring on that Melbourne Cup. We have a new favourite after the barrier draw. It's the Caulfield Cup winner trying to be the 12th horse in history to win the Caulfield Melbourne Cup double. I speak of Murder Glace. Matty, good punting for the rest of the week. Good on you, Gareth. I need it after today, but I'm uh, I'm pretty confident that I'll get the roughie up in the Melbourne Cup sound. Something each way. And thanks for joining us for the Lexus Melbourne Cup barrier draw podcast on Cup Week. Thanks to the VRC in partnership as well with RSN and Channel 10.